Spikes Car Radio starts now. I've checked it. It's good. We're recording. We have this is being recorded right now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, just I'll tell. Look, because the listeners. You hear that? Who, you hear that? Yes. The listeners don't want us to mess this yeah. up. You and I tend to mess this up when we do this by ourselves. Have we have we messed it up more than once? Yeah, yeah, we, we did? have. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Are they both my fault? No, they neither okay. were your. You said put the headphones on last time, and I didn't, and that was my fault. Okay. I don't well, blame you. Now we have headphones, and now we have checked the equipment. We've restarted all <laughs> the equipment, and we have a show. Yeah. I'm now, bringing in a cup of coffee. Now we're wearing headphones. Adam will bring in will bring in a cup of coffee when it, when it is ready. I've already started. It's nice the to show. have a team. Yeah, it's good. Do I get to request this? I, I requested Salisbury Hill by Peter Gabriel last time, which you did open the show with. You want to take? Uh, you want to play that right now? I mean, if that's going to be my song, I'll take it. Okay, here we go. So that's your song. We, it's usually a good driving song. Yeah, I like do that. I, I told you nice the story song. of that song, right? No. When I got my Aston Martin Vanquish 2006, yep. it has a six disc changer in it. Mm-hmm. I burned a CD, a driving CD in 06, and that is track one on my driving mix. And that CD has been in mm-hmm. disc one of the six disc changer for 17 years. <laughs> Now it's never come wow. out of the changer. That's Matter of fact, fantastic. it's the only CD that's ever So it's been. the song that goes along with it. When I get in that car and go drive it and I go to disc one, track one, it's there. Right. You're sure, you, you're sure we're recording? Fucking you are paranoid. <laughs> it just sounds a little muffled in these headphones. It just sounds headphone a... volume and the recording volume are not the okay. same. Do you want me to go over there and turn your nope. headphones up louder? No, I believe you. Okay. I just I know you and I tend to do great shows together and I just want to make sure it's there. Last I time promise it, it is. sounded we recorded it on an iPad, right? Yeah, it was on the <laughs> it was the microphone on the thing and here. And people still listened. Yeah, and they said given the circumstances that is a passable recording. <laughs> <laughs> All of this money and you could just do it on an iPad. Yeah, right. I mean, I shoot my videos on iPhones all the time. Well, there you go. Welcome yeah. to Spike's Car Radio listeners. We're here with uh, Matt Farah, one of the OGs of Spike's Car Radio. Even before there was a Spikes Car mm-hmm. Radio, you and I were together on Car Matchmaker and doing stuff for uh, the now defunct Esquire Network. Yeah, and it was just a table on Bill's porch for a while before it was recorded. Yeah, that's right. I can't remember when we met. When was the first time we actually met? I think we remember? met maybe once or twice briefly, but uh, it but was where? the Esquire. The I think maybe at Bill's, but the the Esquire gig was really the first. Yeah. You're you're together now. You're doing a thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I recommended you for that job. I appreciate they it. They did not know who you were, but they didn't know much. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good yeah. Which is why they hired me. And now they're gone. And, <laughs> and we're now st- they're gone. And we're still here. And uh, what a viable app that would still be if we could reboot that whole network. Yeah. Just all guy stuff. Yeah. We're still kind of doing a version of it right now, you and I, with our yeah. podcast. And their web, their like written, uh, written uh, content is still quite good. It's a fine network. Yeah. 
I mean, it had a chance. I would rather watch that stuff than I don't know everything on Paramount. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I watched this thing last night that's called. Uh, there was about this little town in Australia where there was eleven people living in this town. Yeah, in the north northern territories in Australia. This is and a wh- show. It's a documentary, mm-hmm. and one person. It's not fictional, and one person goes missing, and so like the other ten people are the suspects. Oh, that's great! And it's like it starts off being like, oh yeah, it's a friendly little town. Everyone, like, and then it's like within a half hour, it's like. Everybody hates each other, actually, yeah, under yeah. the surface, and there's, like, mad beefs all over the place. There's so much murder in entertainment right now. It's really kind of annoying. Anytime I see a murder, I don't watch it, any scripted, mm. unscripted. But that sounds good. I'm, was, watching it, the, I'm watching the gaudy duck on uh-huh. uh, Netflix. Is it worth my time? It's fun. It, the guys who made it made some other duck that everybody likes. I can't remember if it's the cat's duck. I, I don't recall. But they have a fun way of... You know, making beautifully cinematic shots mm. of our subjects as they're talking rather than this shot. I'm looking yeah. at you up. They put them in a car in the alley and do a little pan to the right, huh. some nice lighting. And, uh, the and McMillions the, doc was like that about yeah. the McDonald's Monopoly scam, right. which is an awesome, well, awesome that's, one. that's the trick. This one's three-episode arc, and it's essentially like I, the premise is who's going to get Gotti first? Uh-huh. Is it going to be the feds? Is it going to be the state, the city? And uh, there are some hilarious moments in it. I mean, I was in New York, I think, around that time, and there were funny things that I did not know, like like the DA calling out uh, an informant for the FBI in court that was sitting next to John Gotti. <laughs> he said, oh, and that guy is an informant for the FBI, <laughs> oh, and Gotti shit. just looks to his right. No way. Yeah. He, is there footage of that? There's uh, there were no cameras. But there was a drawing of it. But they have the woman who is the, the, the prosecutor. Yeah. And she goes, you know, did I feel bad about it? No. And, I, you know, I'm just kind of yeah. synopsizing what she said. She goes, he, he, he was involved in some of the most horrible things yeah. that, that the mafia had ever done. So did I feel bad knowing that he's going to get killed? I do not. And I'm just like, That's holy hilarious. shit. But then her other massive miscalculation after her trial, which she ends up losing, mm-hmm. is she has an informant who says, look. Every day after your trial, you're putting your jury members in town cars, identical town cars, and driving them back to their houses. They, the, Gotti and the mafia, they're going to follow them. Yeah. And she goes, oh, you've seen too many movies. <laughs> well, no, apparently not. No. <laughs> because one of those jurors ends up getting paid off $60,000, and oh. Gotti goes free and becomes a star in New York City. Huh. So, um, Gotti had a uh, vacation home about a block and a half from my wife's. Where my wife grew up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in Long Beach, New York. Yeah. And a, uh, it was very nice. There are a lot of uh, mafia guys who very proudly pro- proclaim their violence, which, you know, used to yeah. be kind of cool. You know now what I mean? Now it's like, <laughs> now it's just like, uh, hey, we kill people. <laughs> that's what I did. I was just, you know, we, we beat people up, but we cut them up. That's, and that's what I do. Well, it's fun he when he's like Scorsese <laughs> is directing Joe Pesci yeah. saying that. It's yeah. another one. It's like just a, a guy. Yeah. But lots of cool cars. You see New York in the 80s. Pretty oh, yeah. nice. For sure. And the town cars back from the jury were just hilarious. Just hilarious. <laughs> How could you not know that at that yeah, point? Yeah, yeah. You've seen too many movies. The, yeah. they're, the movies are written about this independent, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a thought. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, what do so, you got on your little notes there? I've got no notes for you. you You're got easy. A very, you've got a pretty uh, short page. Here's what I want to know first. Okay. What's going on with Matt Farah? You and I have not spoken. We don't get together at Bill's every Sunday, so I, I don't get updates. Bill's at the farmer's market. The cookies are good. We'll see him this weekend. Jerry's performing downtown with uh, Jim Gaffigan. Is uh, he really? Bill's going to come. Yeah, they're doing oh. a little collab together. Really? I guess it's big in comedy. Bill will be there. Oh. I'm is bringing gonna, him by. Is he going to go, is he going to like bring him on stage, do a whole thing? That would be weird. <laughs> what would Bill do on stage? I don't know. Stand there very awkwardly. It's, I, I got him backstage, and that's about as yeah. far as we'll let I didn't him even, go. I mean, he got backstage. I didn't even get an invite. I didn't even know this gig was happening well, until not, today. Not surprisingly, everybody who hears these guys are in L.A., they, you yeah, know, they it, gets, it gets crazy. Yeah. Right, right. I saw Jerry in L.A. when the last time he did a big yeah. show yeah. at the Pantages or whatever it was. Yeah, What's that's the right. the big theater? Yeah, he'll be back. But it was this, the, the material that became the special, the right. 23 Hours to Kill special. Yeah. Crushed. This is the Kia Forum, so oh, it's wow. very big. Oh, here oh, comes thank the coffee. you, Adam. Coffee and, uh, in a WCCS branded mug is, and where, everything. Look at that. Thanks, where bro. Where is the Kia Forum? The, it's the Forum. Downtown? It's where the fucking Lakers played. Oh, it's right over here. here. No, um, it's next to the SoFi Stadium in Inglewood. I, all I have Near is, my house. Can I drive my GT4 RS there and feel okay about it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's all I'm thinking about. Yeah. You're gonna park in a in a parking lot with oh, good. staff and shit. Then I'll do that. Yeah. You're not gonna just randomly park on the street. Yeah. He's doing it like, is it the theater? At is he doing the whole Kia Forum? Again, he's doing an arena. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not like saying that I'm shocked. They it's are. Jerry, but like that's yeah. a that's that's a fucking huge venue. No, usually uh, he'll play smaller clubs. I think many comedians prefer smaller clubs. Yeah, but there's, unless they need the money. And but they're blowing. They you know there seems to be this trend where comedians let their level are blowing things up. Like sure, you know, I think Leno just told me he did a gig with Craig Ferguson and Chris Rock was out there with Chappelle and. I no. saw uh, Burt Kreischer in an arena a couple months ago. Yeah. Crushed. It's just fun. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. That's just, I didn't, I've never known Jerry to do arenas. It's cool. Yeah, me neither. I've seen him do big, I saw him do uh, the Greek once yeah. for a fundraiser for yeah. Will Ferrell. And what an awesome venue. Yeah. Greek theater rules. Well, it was fun to watch. And, uh, you know, I, I, it was a charity event, so there's not too much emphasis on the comedy. It was it was fun to watch this kind of half-assed comedy go up there and then this pro <laughs> go up and just bat the audience to attention with laughs. It mm. really was cool. I had not seen that before from him, the way the laugh was kind of coming back. But um, this will be another interesting thing. Like, yeah, it's a huge venue. Well, sound and reaction to laughs, which is part of any comedian's act – it gets different the bigger the audience is, right? Yeah, yeah. You get hundreds of thousands of people. The, it takes a minute for the joke to land. The laugh comes back in a different direction. And that yeah. could throw people off. I don't know. I'm, totally. I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. I went to that um, Power Trip Festival a couple of weeks ago, the Metal Festival out in, in India where Coachella <laughs> is. Yeah. And I was absolutely amazed at how they were able to – get the sound so good kind of no matter where you were it was really right, one of the right. more like impressive technical yeah. things i've seen it's in, definitely getting in better sound yeah you know i was, was at really the, i was at the hollywood bowl and, and called them up and i said we should be doing hollywood bowl things let's do a big event for the movie in the spring and 
Let's uh, let's do comedy outside, which you normally wouldn't do, but with the big screens and like yeah. you're saying, the right sound. Yeah, it's good. It works. I saw Coldplay a few weeks ago at the Hollywood Bowl. Not a huge Coldplay fan, but my friend took me. They were and, at the bowl. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe I missed it. Oh no, you know I'm sorry. That was the Rose Bowl. The I Rose apologize. Bowl. That was the yes, Rose Bowl. I've done my that. bad. I have done that. And uh, it's I, hard to get to. A terribly run facility, yes. but the production design of the show was incredible. We had a great time there. I took my uh, kids there and my wife. And you would have, you would have enjoyed this strategy. It was a Herculean strategy. effort, though, to get into that. Well, place. so this is the move, right? My friend who took me, who was like a Coldplay nut, like I'm a Pearl Jam nut. Mm-hmm. We met in downtown Pasadena at the parking garage, right? And he owns this company called Jackrabbit Bikes, which are these mini electric bikes. Like imagine a two-thirds scale BMX, mm-hmm. no pedals, all throttle, and they have like eleven or twelve mile ranges. And they're not fast, but they fold up real it's compact. Perfect. Right. And he had four of them in the trunk of his car. Wow. So he unfolds these four things, and we just, like, ride the three miles past all these crowds into the Rose Bowl. Oh, that's fantastic. And then we checked him at the stroller check, which is the move. And then we rode him back to town. That the, helped. The stroller check took him? Yeah. That's the only way to get in there. Yeah. I mean, really, I, that's no, why. No, it was a shit show. Otherwise, you'd have to walk two and a half that's miles. That's why I didn't go. Yeah. That's why I don't go to those events there mm-hmm. anymore unless I know there's not going to be that traffic. It, it was a memorably difficult time to get to the show. It was and I brutal. Just, and you're just like, I've got, I'm paying all this money for these seats, and then I have to go through that. We I'm went not to doing see uh, Ed Sheeran at SoFi Stadium, the yeah. football stadium, and they charged us $125 to park. That's don't get me going. Pretty nuts. And then it took us almost two hours to leave the parking lot. It was brutal. I picked up Ed uh, Sheeran was good though. Here's a funny uh, things are expensive observation I made. It's not even that funny. It's just really disappointing. You know when you're in a supermarket and there are those last minute items they put by the register. Or there's there's one or two things you buy every run that you just go oh they, these crackers look sure. good. I think I'm going to do that. The last couple of days, as I pick up these crackers, there was like six crackers, $12. <laughs> Everything was over every one of those little tiny things. Yeah. Oh, some cut pineapple, a little bowl of cut pineapple, $12. Yeah. You think they're marking them up for that last minute buy because you're just not I paying thought, attention by then? I thought we had reached peak grocery price, but yeah. no. No. Things are everything. Thing. Every item in my grocery stores is $12, no matter how small. The gouge is getting gougier, for sure. Gougier. Yeah, yeah. gougier. And in this gougier. one particular supermarket, I know for a fact, it's car guy who owns it. Um, but he owns the place. He owns it. Yeah. He's not leasing. There's no real, <laughs> like, he didn't need to. No one's squeezing him. He's squeezing him. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. The dog groomer squeezed me today. Again. She jumped, she jumped $10 out of nowhere, and I'm like, wait, was it always that expensive? And I looked back on my little Venmo. Yeah. It was like three weeks ago, it was this price. And, yeah. and then three weeks before that, it was that price. She just keeps going boom, boom, boom. What, what, how much can these people take? You know who's not raising their prices? Westside Collector Car Storage. Doing it for you, people. That's our first keeping our Keeping our prices fair and friendly. All right, we're going to talk about cars in a minute. But first, okay. let's talk about Roan. Talk about the pains of finding something to wear that's not uncomfortable, tight, and, and it's your size, that's easy to put together. Roan is the place for you. The hassle of changing clothes for different activities. You, you get, you, you commute, and then everything's all wrinkled. 
Well, guess what? I was on Jay Leno's garage and I wore Roan. And I'll tell you why. Because I knew I would be comfortable in the car when we drove and shoot. I knew I would look good when I was standing on the set. And I knew it would be easy. I could come home and I could just wash everything. I didn't have to bring it to the dry cleaner. How, how about that? Shazam! I love Roan so much. They're uh, sending me more stuff. I said, hey, I'm going to Jerry's show. Can you send me more? We're sending it. Do they have things that are fancy I, out on the town I things? wore it at the Pebble Beach Concours. Oh. Remember I had a blazer, a shirt, oh, yeah. and pants? I'm telling you, you take the pictures, you look perfect, you feel like you're in pajamas. Oh, that, God. there's two like people that. doing that. There's Roan and Bruno Cuccinelli. <laughs> Is that how you pronounce his I name? I believe so, yeah. Bruno charges $10,000 a blazer. Yeah. <laughs> Roan will get you looking good. Their focus is uh, the commuter stuff, the what we wear to work. And I'm telling you guys, this is my favorite new sponsor. You got to check them out. Go check out the commuter collection. Get um, at me, Roan. I, I need some of this love on my podcast. Yeah. Too. Head to Roan.com slash Spike 911. Use promo code Spike 911. You're going to get 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to Roan.com slash Spike 911 and use code Spike 911. Can't recommend them enough. You're going to get 20% off. All right. What's the latest? Cars. What's going on? What have you driven? You're the editor at large at well, Road did. and Track. Yeah, we Tell did. us a story. We just put out the uh, Performance Electric Vehicle of the Year story today, Snooze which I participated alert. in. Right. So, but no, <laughs> so nobody wants to talk about that. Cool. Just tell us um, what it was. Uh, there was an over 100,000 and under 100,000 category. Okay. Over 100K was Taycan Turbo S. Okay. Under 100K was the uh, Kia EV6 GT. A fantastic which, Did you drive one? No, I want to, but every time I see one, I stop the driver and they love it. It looks great. It The dynamics of it are superb. Wow. It is. It is. It has really, really good... The way it feels to drive is so dialed in and and connected it's much more tycon than what you would expect from kia i read sixty two thousand dollars and 570 horsepower so many people are buying them i'm yeah. seeing them all over they the place. rip let yeah. me ask you a question um i had read and i don't even know if this is true though as you're driving it you turn the radio on you're suddenly that number goes down how many miles you have left you turn the ac on it starts yeah. dipping like it's very reactive to things you're turning on and off in a car which i don't like i get one for a week in two weeks so i can come back to you on that i know that the range is not very good um when you have these high performance cars uh with all-wheel drive a lot of times, and in this case, and the Mach-E GT as well, the range isn't great. And so, yeah, there's that. Um, Your and lease I, must be coming up on that car. Yeah, April. I've had, I've, I've, uh, I've what, had. What's the plan? Uh, debate. The debate goes on. It's we we may go to a plug-in hybrid. I really liked the Volvo XC60 Recharge. Uh, which has like 35 miles of electric range and then a turbo four gas engine. I really like the wool interior. It has yeah. an optional yeah. wool interior that I'm in love with. It's just Don't, so great. You won't be bugged by the fact that you're plugging it in every day or no, just you, recharging it when you drive, I look, guess. I, I, it, I'd rather not plug in a car every day. Right. If it was my my car for me to drive, right. I would probably stick it out with another EV. Right. 
but 90% of the time it's my wife's car. I see. And the couple of times that my wife has had to travel somewhere mm -hmm. and use the public charging network, it has been such a disaster for her. There's always been some kind of a Isn't, problem. Isn't uh, Volvo making a deal with Tesla? Uh, I don't know about Volvo. I, I haven't looked into it because with a hybrid, you don't need to use the no, public I charging know, network. No, I know, but I'm just saying – if, if there were an electric uh, Ford, Ford is just about everybody. A lot of people is. are, yeah. And so, if I was going to get another EV, I do like the Ford. I, it's really nice. I'd get another one. Um, I'm interested maybe in the Acura um, EV, the Acura ZDX that's coming out that looks kind of cool. Wow. Um, there really is a benefit to me to getting a, a new car, like something that has just come out, right? Like for content. Yeah. Like my Mach-E videos, ongoing ownership, have actually knocked a substantial dent in the lease payments. You know, the revenue from those videos. I see, like, I see. So if I, if I get a car, if I just get another Mach-E, that like kind of eliminates the opportunity to make content with that car mm -hmm. versus if I get something that's new for this model year. So my first choice is something that's new for this model year. I really wanted an electric Macan, but it looks like the timing won't work out on that. When is that coming out? Probably not till next year, like uh, for model year uh -huh. 2025. Uh -huh. Although I've seen a couple of prototypes on the road and they look awesome. What do you chuck up this electric car sort of fade that these cars are uh, stacking up on the dealerships? Yeah, well, a couple things. One, the interest rates mean that the that new car purchases are slowing down in general, right? Also, I think that the automakers believed that if they could just build an infinite amount of electric cars, that there is infinite demand. And I don't think that's the case. I think there's a lot of people that don't want to, to turn over to an electric car yet. Maybe they don't have somewhere to charge it. Maybe they don't have... Uh, they don't trust it. Mm -hmm. Maybe they don't, you know, maybe they don't want to pay for an expensive EV, you know, if it doesn't suit their lifestyle. Um, there's a lot of reasons that there's a core group of people that for whom it doesn't work for. And not all of them are like, you know, it's not like culture war bullshit, although right. for some of them it might be. But right. but I, I think that there is <clears throat> a finite amount of people that are comfortable buying a new EV today with today's infrastructure and today's, you know, crop of cars. And um, the automakers are all going to go 100% EV, but I don't know if the customers <laughs> want that right now. Certainly not, and maybe not in a in a time when we have very high interest rates, so car loans are, are really expensive. And everybody has their electric car that wants one at this point. A lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people do. And, and, and in some cases... Um, they're willing to hold them for a little longer than just a lease or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but I like having an electric car, at, at least one of my eight cars, you know, my everyday car. I like it. And if I have to deal with the public charging network and it's frustrating and I have problems, I can turn that into content. But when my wife has to deal with it and is pseudo stranded a hundred miles from home, or you know freaking out because she can't get the car to charge or or whatever, you know that's a that's a level of stress that we don't really need in our life. And I think with hybrids, even though, yeah, you have to plug it in every day instead of once a week like I do now, um, you can 
get all almost all of those benefits of of decarbonization and not having tailpipe emissions for most driving and not use gas for most driving but then exit from that public charge network system when you need to go to Vegas or San Francisco or San Diego or somewhere a little further you just put gas in the car that one time and you're fine you know I got my par- I, I, I got here- both my parents my dad had a Cayenne. Right. My mom had a Q5. Right. And I got both of them to trade in their cars for the plug-in hybrid versions of the same cars. Right. And they are super, super stoked. Okay. I know. Every I, week I, I talk I to my it. dad, I haven't used gas in a month. He's like super There's stoked. There's still a lot of folks that don't even know how these things work. Or well, it took him like a month to figure out yeah, no, what mode to have it in. And this getting back to the charging network, it's well documented that this charging network isn't good. Right. Is it somebody? Where is the charging network SAR <laughs> who's like, yeah. we've been talking about Johnny Lieberman has been posting about it for a year now. Yeah. yeah, we get it. Who's fixing it? Is anybody stepping forward going, I got this, let me remake it and make it work? Yeah, I, I don't think... Is Electrify America a, a U.S. Uh, government? It's a Volkswagen subsidiary. It's a Volk... But why... Why, did, why does that... Why is that? Because no, of no, diesel No, no, why gate. aren't they fixing it? Because... Right now, because it seems like the problems are always, hey, it's ju- it's not taking my credit card. Yeah, yeah. That, that They're stupid like, problems. They're yeah, not like easy to fix. Yeah, stupid problems. Yes, the problem is rarely getting the electricity into the car. Right. It's getting the credit card processing to work or stupid customer service stuff like not updating the app that the charger's down for maintenance. It's like basic or shit. Or Tesla, hey, Tesla does this right. Yeah. Why don't we copy what they do, so, which is you don't put a credit card in. You just plug well, look, your car in and it knows you and you have an account set up and it's done. So there is a system like that. So the, the thing with Tesla charging is, and and people, no, 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 it's Tesla. Listen. The Tesla charging network is very good, right? Yeah. Part of the reason it's very good, a very big part of the reason, is that it only, at least as of today, has to talk to Teslas. Right. Right? As It's, it's Apple iOS. Why do you plug your computer into your MacBook and it, or your phone into your MacBook and it just recognizes right. everything? Yes. Because it's all one ecosystem, okay? That is a big reason that that is – they also, because it – the chargers are Tesla branded chargers and the cars are Tesla branded cars. The customers associate those with being the same thing. Mm-hmm. So they have, to their credit, allocated an unbelievable amount of resources to, to making those the service and the repair and the reliability of those very, very high. Because if the Tesla charge network is down, you Tesla customers see that as Tesla's fault. Right. Right. Whereas if you buy a Ford and the Electrify America network is fucked up or the EVGo network is fucked up, you don't you're not blaming Ford. You're you know, you're blaming these other companies. And if and the other companies can then blame go back and blame the automaker. And so there's this cop out, right? And so it's it's it is a complicated problem to make a charger work for all different types of cars. So, all right, fine. That's a complicated problem. What's not a complicated problem is credit card processing. Gas yeah, pumps yeah. have been doing it for 25 years. Right. It's not complicated. So the fact that that doesn't work is a bitch. Now, Ford has a system, and I think other car companies do, called plug-in charge. 
And plug and charge is where through the Ford app on your phone, you connect your credit card, which then connects to the car, which then connects to the chargers. So if I go to EVgo or Electrify America, in theory, all I do is plug the car, the car into the charger, it recognizes my payment, and I don't have to deal with the card reader, in theory. In practice, it works about half the time. Well, see, this is the problem, though. Yeah, it is a problem. People don't think that much. They don't want to think that no, much, No, no, they, right? so, they don't. So in our Tesla, we hit charge, and it takes us there. You plug it in, you get yeah. charged. That's yeah, yeah. how it should work. It is. In in the other cars, you get this confusing list of chargers. Yeah. You're not sure which ones are fast or not, and yeah. you've got all these problems. The net result of that is cars are sitting on dealership lots. Yeah. People aren't willing and, to go for that ride. Right, and, and here's and, the and, thing. And when I talk yeah. to my neighbors, I'm like, look, the only game in town is still Tesla. It's the only game. Elon, our feelings about him aside, it's still a better car for a person like you. Like, like I was talking to a fellow last night uh, uh, out in the tennis court, and he's asking me, he's quite like, what is this car? You know, he's th- that's still where most people are. What is a Tesla? He goes, yeah, but I couldn't, like, drive this to Mammoth. And I said, yeah, they're all-wheel drive. You put all-season tires on it. You, you put in your destination in Mammoth. It's going to tell you the three places along the way automatically to stop and for how long. It's all figured out Ford for Ford does that too now. Right. Yeah, they have right. that too. But, but, but they don't have the charging network. Correct. Now, the question is, once they convert to the NACS, a.k.a. the Tesla plug, yeah. will that come with the supercharger reliability? That remains to be seen. A lot of people are assuming, just assuming, that it will. I am skeptical because now we're asking the Tesla chargers to talk to all these cars and not just Teslas. Right. And so – But I think they'll figure it out. They seem like a company that will go, all right, it's not working, but let's go to work. Let's figure this out. They may. And two weeks later, you get an update or something works. They may. They may. But but it's – it. It's not a given is what I'm saying. I hope it works. I I don't want people to have bad charging experiences. I don't. I want them to have good charging experiences. But all I'm saying is that they're – What is a good charging experience? uh, Yeah. I mean (laughs) plugging it in, having it recognize your payment through your car, it it shouldn't be that hard. Do you know how good Tesla is? And then we'll end this electric car chat. I – have a charger at my house and I love to go to the charging stations in Santa Monica and the Palisades and sit for 20 minutes. The thing I like that's super juiced. I like that it charges up in 20 well, that's minutes. That's just weird. Why and don't then you just I plug it watch overnight? a little Netflix because it's a moment to kind of decompress and roll emails mm-hmm. and make oh, are calls. you a former cigarette smoker? Uh, no comment. Yeah. We need the, I, I, I can but relate. I, just mean, I need the five minute break sometimes. I, I would rather sit in that lot. They tend yeah. to be in nicer places than the weirdness of Electrify America, which is at the A&P out back sure. by the dumpster. <laughs> yeah. They did make better property deals. But I, I will say that I've, I've probably charged my Ford in the three years I've had it 10 times or less in the public charging network. Right. I charge it, my home charger, once a week, overnight, and I've never had a problem doing that. And that is convenient. So, like, we are talking about a problem that for many adopters at this point is a a once-in-a-while kind of situation. Right. 
Um, and I hope it works. I fucking hope it works. I don't want people to have a bad experience. And if somebody wants to buy a Tesla and it fits their lifestyle, like, great. As long as you don't think it drives itself, enjoy. Um, I just I, don't. I, I just don't want to make the assumption. I let my car drive myself. <laughs> you shouldn't. It's I very it. dangerous. I love it. It makes my life so good. I hope it doesn't fucking crash you into somebody. Because you know, guess it, whose fault it'll be? It Yours. doesn't. No, I babysit it like you should. It is one of the greatest things. I mean, I, 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 I'm trying to think where I was driving today. I was like, I can't believe this car is driving itself through this. <laughs> I had it. and uh, It is right up until it's I not. I can't believe anybody would not pay attention. And there were several points where I'm like, okay, car, I'm not letting you do this. I, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to see. Because you know, you get to know where the goalposts are. It's like Cruise control, we've talked about this a million times. You mm -hmm. don't just turn on cruise control and take a nap yeah. because you'll run right into the car in front of you unless you have adaptive cruise control. But it makes my life so good. Like we have these weekend uh, lacrosse games in Torrance. So 4 o'clock, the 405. Oh, yeah. For on traffic in the 405, and those systems are great. Right. Erica's not um, there. I can't get her car. I'm stressing out. My my leg hurts from the clutch or whatever. I got the Tesla. She's coming along. I turn it on. It drives us there. I just babysit. I, I used a Cadillac's uh, Super Cruise There's going out great. to Palm Springs. Yeah, it was yeah. excellent. It's an yeah. excellent system. Yep. I really, especially in traffic, it works great. Johnny said it's better. It is better. I yeah. believe it's better. Yeah. 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 It's a it's incredibly intuitive and it knows where it's safe and where it's not safe to, to And use. what is that? Uh, lidar and radar, the addition of it? Or? It's uh it's radar and cameras and then the 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 the, the vehicle itself doesn't have lidar, but Cadillac has mapped that individual road using LIDAR. So they have gone out and physically mapped those roads with the very advanced... So it's just highways that you use this? It's just highways, uh. yes. We're going to do a show in a self-driving car. The Waymo guys. The Waymo one? Yeah, they're going to okay. let us uh, plug in Musso and Frank's or some other restaurant, uh -huh. and we're all going to sit in there and hopefully not die. All right, it's or, or run there. over a woman and drag her 20 feet like in San Francisco like Cruz <clears> did. <throat> You know, Cruz, you saw that Cruz got their uh, license taken away to test humanless. That's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> However, horrible things happen on the road all day with people driving cars, like times five thousand to that sure. one incident. Sure, that's how I. But that's yeah. I but think. humans have to be forgiven for mistakes, whereas right. a machine is 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 only knows what it's been programmed to do. So you every kill. every. Fuck up is actually a systematic fuck up with right. a machine, yeah. as opposed to a human that is fallible. Mm -hmm. Know what I'm saying? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> read, read the ad, Spike. <laughs> I don't want to. We don't have to do an ad yet. We're going to do questions okay. in a minute, but okay. I want to hear about your car world. What else? Uh, whoa, 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 wait, hold on. Yeah. Uh, last time you were on, you had a new storage facility out in Gardenia. Yes. Where are we at? Well, we're about about are we thirty. Open? Yeah, yeah. Open in July. We're at about 30% occupancy. We've had a couple events down there. It's yeah, really saw. fun. Uh, we've worked with Brecky Car Club and Manhattan Beach Cars and Coffee. And how, a is it, how has there. it been different than your expectation? Um, it's been different. Well, it's a different type of customer so far that's going down there. Um, 
not only from a location perspective, but a slightly different budget. It's a lower price point, that facility. Um, so far, people aren't using the cars as much down there. They seem to be using that facility for more long-term storage as right. opposed to this one where we have a lot of regular in and outs. Um, but uh, I'm That's very happy with the building. I'm happy with my staff. I think we're um, filling it up at an appropriate pace. I'm impatient. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you, We've been open three and a half, four months. We're at 30% occupancy. That is that is good. That right, should be right. considered good. Um, and but I want to be full like yesterday. Right. And so I am impatient, and I need to learn patience better. Um, you were going to have. I remember you showed me there was going to be a live podcasting area out back. We and, are working on that. Yeah. yeah that's like the next the phase. The next phase of it. The other building that I own next door. We just started renovating, and so that's going to be like a year. Wow. And so we'll have 75 more cars over there. Um, but, yeah, if you're in the South Bay or Manhattan Beach, Redondo Beach, Hermosa Beach, or Hawthorne Gardena, by all means, uh, hit us up Ain't at WCCS.com. Long-term storage. I mean, I, I was telling you, you and I were texting about that, that fellow that wanted to put cars uh, at Santa Monica Airport. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. And the guy who's reaching out to me, he's like, yeah, he's got like, you know, nine or ten. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, you know. You know, so what's, you know well, what we're Matt Farah is, is made for this situation. Yeah. He's made for this situation. You know what we're getting a lot of is people who live on the opposite coast. They live oh. in New York. They're going right. to fly in. They're going to use their car for a couple weeks. Then they're going to fly home. They don't, That's perfect. It's perfect because they don't need to pay the premium to be here in Playa Vista. They can save right. a couple hundred bucks. They can be down there and have all, access to all the same services, but the – Five minutes, ten minutes drive difference right. when they land to go pick up their car. Who cares? Well, as we started off this podcast, things are getting too expensive here anyway. So yeah, people get... people are looking for deals. Yeah, I have. I have. Yeah. Back so, in the day when I, you know, I've been down Santa Monica Airport, I think twenty two years now, and it was really far away from where I lived in Hollywood. So Saturday was my car switch mm -hmm. day. And I loved the drive. You know, I just yeah. picked a time when there was no traffic and I noodle down sunset, like mm -hmm. either early Saturday morning or into Saturday evening and switch a car. It was like a thing. Yeah. You do the same thing with yours. We, we you have just have a designated day that you do yeah. this drive that, and it's fun. And did you, you saw the Acura NSX I bought? Yeah. The beautiful yeah, yeah. car. So I had it. I had full engine out service at Evasive Motorsports, like the major service. I got HRE wheels on it and I did the full paint protection film, nose to tail, every surface. Wow. And I finally got it back. I drove it to San Diego for Rancho Santa Fe Cars and Coffee, mm -hmm. which is a haul, but it's a great, <laughs> it's a haul, but it's a great Cars and Coffee. I really recommend it. It's a nice drive early in the morning. It's a really, it's almost like a Carmel vibe down there uh, with that Cars and Coffee. And the next day, me and my friend Christian Hand, we're going to go up, we're going to go to Malibu. We're going to go take a ride up the hill. This was on um, Saturday, uh, Sunday. And I don't know if you were out and about this past Sunday. I was not. But the Santa Ana winds. Oh, yeah. No, I was playing tennis in that mess. It, it was, was a disaster. Yes. And my car just got blasted oh, no. with everything. Yeah. Rocks and sticks and yeah. tumbleweeds. And that paint protection film, I shit you not, saved me from a $50,000 repaint of the whole car. Yeah. I mean, just... I, I, 
I, I still I have to I have to have my driver's side wheels repolished because they pitted the brand no new kidding. chrome, and I have to have my windshield cut. Yeah, like yeah. like diamond polished on the windshield because it like peppered the surface of the windshield. So like, and I ran over like a stick that punched a hole in my tire, and I had to replace a tire. So like, this one drive I've had this car. I, this was like the first day, and yeah. this car just gets jacked up. And so now I'm 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 playing recovery. You know, in this GT4 RS. I've been thinking about for the first time putting some sort of protection on there. I just, cannot recommend it highly just enough because of how the air moves through the car yeah. and the holes and the fenders and that you know and the those little, side scoops hoover up gravel. Correct. Yeah, and, and off the front, you yeah. know that little fender is mm-hmm. cut out there. There's carbon fiber there. It sends rocks and air yeah. all the way along the side. Yeah. You know, I don't always do it on vintage cars. My NSX, the paint was so perfect and the miles were yeah. so low that I said, you know what, I'm going to do it with a brand new car with my Spider. Absolutely, I did it the, from the, from delivery, and I really cannot recommend that highly enough. I mean, this the one day who did it? Uh, 405 Motoring here in Inglewood, but our buddy Anthony what can it do cost? it too. GT4 RSs are expensive because there's a lot of small What's little panels. About eight, eight, nine thousand. Wow, expensive. that's really expensive. Yeah, wow. because the the GT4 RS particular with all the scoops, yeah, yeah, and all the in all the, the individual small panels, like your Model Y, for example, would probably be like thirty five hundred because it's big flat panels mm-hmm. and but the the G, the four RSs in particular because we've done a couple of them here, they're expensive. Wow. Yeah, my spider was expensive too, but worth it. I mean, maybe I'll just buy a carcoon. <laughs> no, it's fine when you're <laughs> and sitting throw there. Cue balls it's when you're at driving, it man, and you know. sticks, and just have them bounce off. But it makes me feel good. You know, I'll, I'll with the film, I'll lean on the car, and I won't care. You know, yeah. I'll I'll put my I'll throw my jacket on there. I'll eat off it, and I just this level of comfort. Well, know. I'm just gonna beat the crap out of this car without yeah, a film do that on it too. We won't have it long enough, I don't think, but I love that car. I drove it here. It's I was a lovely hoping car. your spider would be here so we could take a picture of both I'm cars. sorry, it's at the other shop. We, we had to sell all the spaces here, so I had to move my shit down south. You know, you know it's the best thing I can say about this car is, you know, my, I had to turn my Defender in, mm. and I was supposed to get a Bronco uh, oh, yeah, Heritage what happened to Limited that? Edition. Well, there was a, an automotive strike that just got sold, so. <laughs> they reached out today, and it's in process. Okay. And then uh, I was getting a Subaru Crosstrek for my son, yeah. which I thought, of course, that'll be on the lot. Just send one over. But no. No, they said, no, we want to build you one. So I still don't have that. So I'm- Why do they need to build you one? Did you, was there some, they uh, come in like four colors. What's the, what is there to build? Apparently they're popular. Okay. And, uh, but it's supposed to come this week. And I, so I was like, I'll just drive the Subaru. And then when the uh, strike's over, uh, I'll get the Ford. I have neither of those things. <laughs> so I'm dailying the GT4 RS, which I also don't want to do because I just don't want to put empty miles on it. But the nice thing I'm going to say about this car is every time I do a drive, I, I like coming here, but it's not the nicest drive in rush hour traffic. Yeah, every yeah. time I get in it, I'm so happy. It's yes. so easy to drive. It is. In traffic. Yeah. I'm driving like 35 miles an hour, just loving life, and I'm so happy I brought it today, and then I'm off to go play tennis in it after this. It's, it's a very gonna, nice car. It's a very nice thing. Yeah. And I, They're you know, on the way here, I called, spacious and... I called Zuckerman up, and I said, hey, what can I take out of your hangar? I need something for the next seven days. He goes, eh, take the, the BMW M5. Hmm. 
That'll be fun. I got to drive downtown and the rest of it. But I'm not. I'm going to take the GT4. I'm going to stay in it. All right. I'm happy. Does it have nose lift? Yeah. It does? Oh, and it works good. very, very well. Yeah, it's fast, nose lift right? on everything. Nose lift on everything. I don't think nose lift was available on my Spider. If it was, I would have taken it, but I didn't get it. It's, it's, you know, there's no way to drive around L.A. without I know. It the MC20's got it. I'm using it like three times every drive. I got this MC20 Cielo right I just now. used it 20 times. You know where you don't need it? The driveway of Westside Collector Car Storage. Because I, I designed I, I, it that way. I lifted it anyways. I didn't. didn't need to. Makes you feel better, have at it, but you certainly don't need to. You come in this driveway at 60 miles an hour, hot, you're not bottoming out. When did we start? Uh, we have been recording for 43 minutes. Okay. Just tell me about the MC20 and then I'll do an ad. Uh, it's what beautiful. I love. It's, it's spider, It's right? gorgeous. It's the Cielo, which is the, not only a retractable hardtop, but it's got an electrochromic roof. So you press a button and it goes from frosted glass to clear glass, which is pretty awesome. The roof does. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty cool. And the roof, it's a convertible, too, yes. at the same time. Yes. Wow, that's neat. Yeah, and it's a carbon tub. How much so, is this thing? This one is expensive. It's $340,000. Wow. Really it's expensive. still not so bad for what it looks like. It's it's two-thirds of the price of a two ni- Ferrari 296. So it's more expensive than a Huracan, cheaper than a 296. Right. Right. It looks fantastic. Um, and, and if I was it, – it's – it's not – you know what I love about it? I love that it's set up for the street. It's not – GT4 RS, love it, amazing car, can drive it all day on the street if you want. But it's obviously a track-oriented car, right? It won't let you forget that. This is a street-oriented car. So it rides, honestly, I think as, as well as a McLaren 720. Mm-hmm. Um, the cabin is beautifully laid out, easy to use for everyday stuff. The controls are normal. It's not like a Ferrari where they put all this confusing shit on the steering wheel and you have to relearn how to operate everything. Blinkers are blinkers. You know, things are buttons. Like, mm-hmm. it's pretty straightforward. There's no learning curve. And, like, it's fast. It's 630 horsepower. It goes like hell. It's got paddle shifters and a dual clutch and all that stuff. But it's so clearly set up to be just used as a car. And so when you just use it as a car, it's fantastic. And so I really I really like that that's where Maserati has placed this as this sort of dailyable supercar that's not so track-oriented that it becomes, you know, a pain. Negatives? Cons? What the negatives, like? the, 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 the part of the body work that pops up for the roof to go under on, on this particular one, the panel gaps are a little, a little big. That kind of bothers me. It's a twin turbo V6, which sounds good, but not great. Uh, and um, the touch screen is a little slow to respond, particularly when you, yeah, first, yeah. when you first power the car up. Yeah. Um, I, I remember that. I yeah. remember it being a very likable thing, though. It's extremely it's, likable. It's beautiful. People seem to like to look at it. The yeah. exterior styling is just gorgeous. Oh, it's gorgeous. And I remember it just, you know, overall, like, 8 out of 10. You know? Yeah. I, I would drive it. I it's it's fantastic. As an everyday supercar, yeah. it's fantastic. Very and I had, easy to drive. I had it parked in the driveway last night. The trick-or-treaters were coming up. Yeah. All freaking out on the car. And some of them were annoyed that we were giving out little candy and not big candy bars. Oh, right. They were like, look at that car. You're not giving out big candy bars. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I always know I have a cool car when I drive by the little elementary school at the end of my street. Mm-hmm. And uh, weirdly, and I had all the sound off, there were no, there was no reaction on the playground when I drove the 4RS through. The really? Yeah. 
I drive huh. a Lamborghini, it's, oh, my God. Yeah, maybe they hear you coming. Maybe they just don't hear the 4S in quiet mode. There's nothing mode. more popular with kids than Lamborghinis. Yeah, Lamborghinis yeah. are the thing if you want to impress. Sure. Well, it's a child's element. car. It's <laughs> it's even as it's a, it's an adult child's car, it's too. It's a child's car. It is. You know, I don't like taking my multivitamins in the morning. Matt knows that. I don't, but I take them anyway. I used to have to just get up and I'm brushing my teeth and I'd open the drawer to the left and there's all these jars of vitamins and I take this and I run out of one. Now it's all AG1. One scoop in water is all I do. Prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes for gut support, magnesium B vitamins for energy support and adaptogens balance my body's stress levels, vitamin C and zinc to help support my immune system. People are always saying, what are you doing? Why do you still have hair? You're really old. AG1 <laughs> could be a contributing factor. Are you dying your hair? I am not, but I am drinking AG1. And I have recommended it to my uh, family and my wife, who you've met, who doesn't like anything, took the box. She looked at the ingredients. She said, I'm going to try this. And now every day there's a dirty AG1 bottle in the sink, which I cleaned for her. I got the orange flavored one. I like that. There's an orange flavor? Yeah, they have one that's got an orange flavor. Oh, man. Did yeah. you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? If you're not into the green, the orange. Yeah. Wow, I'm going to switch to that. I had no idea. Why isn't that in my notes? It might be not be the main one. It might be like a sidebar supplement one. But they definitely have an orange powder drink. AG1 is the supplement the Ferristins trust to provide support for their bodies and their daily needs. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash spike911. That's drinkag1.com slash spike911. Check it out. Mm-hmm. All right. You we got have, questions we, from the people? We've got questions. I have not vetted any of them. Sweet. So if they suck... But I have this nice picture of you with the Dakar, which is... That is a good picture. Thank you for a lot choosing such a nice picture. Appreciate um, that. Love the Dakar. We've got one here. It got here. a lot of likes for, for just a questions post. That's how good of a picture right. it is. It's a, I mean, Dakar in Morocco. That's a good... And the Dakar is getting a lot of buzz all of a sudden. We had kind of looked down our nose at it, and then I was over with Leno, and he's like, that car's one of the greatest cars I've They're seen. pretty rad. Jerry's yeah. like, I got to get a Dakar last week. Mm -hmm. He's getting one. I think Segura's getting one, too. Apparently, they're yeah. pretty They're rad. Good. You like them. Yeah, they're rad. Damn and I, it. And I like the Storato. Did you get a Storato press card? The Lamborghini? The Lamborghini one? Look, who's your Lamborghini rep? What's her name? I don't want to say, but uh, you know who it is. Yes. Yeah. It's the She's same, not the returning same. my calls. I uh, keep well, saying, where is the Lamborghini? I had made a press request for a Lamborghini maybe six months ago that yeah. they weren't happy about. Oh. And I said, okay, well, we don't have to do that. Okay. This just wasn't on brand for them. Okay. But come on. Yeah. I like Lamborghinis. Well, they We're, won't They won't come to you. You got to go to them. I've gone to them All over. Right. I can well, show we'll you We'll talk the about it there. after the show. All right. But I'm going to text. You should try to get a Storato because it's rad. And uh, the Dakar is also rad. Off-road sports cars as a thing are awesome. If you think the GT4 RS is fun to drive around LA in, you should try a Storato. Because the ride is amazing. I want to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is just, now it's depressing. 
Sorry. I'll, re- I'll, re- I'll reconnect you after the show. The one, the main Lamborghini woman, this is a little inside baseball. Okay. The main Lamborghini woman yes. left Lamborghini oh. about six, seven months ago. That could be the problem. Her initials are JC. Oh, yeah. She left. She's not at Lamborghini anymore. Oh, boy. So we need to reconnect you with the new, the new person. Well, there you go. Yeah, that might be that. That might be a thing. You might be. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm doing while you're looking for a question? I've Next a week, question. I'm going to Vegas. To I, Me and Henry Catchpole are the only journalists that get to drive the F1 track at speed. I'm going with Aston Martin. I get to do it in a DBX uh, 707. Wow. But I, get, I love I, that car. I love it, too. I, I get a 20-minute session. Okay, by myself, not lead follow, yeah. at 1.06 a.m. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right after qualifying. So the track's going to be hot. That's amazing. Yeah, it'll be good. This good is times. the F1 race. Yeah, I'm not even staying for the race. I don't care. I just want to drive totally the track. I totally forgot about the F1 Yeah, race. right? What do you got? All right, here we go. From JStamp71, how difficult is it really to get an allocation for a non-GT Porsche sports car? I'm a first-timer, no-dealer relationship, realistic option, someone else's build on the used market. What do I do? That's for us. I don't really know because I've only ever bought one brand-new Porsche. Um, Look, I think for like a Carrera, I don't think it's that hard. It is. Is it? It is. Okay. I've been getting calls from uh, friends and famous friends going, I need – this and I go really you can't get that and they're being held up by the various dealers here in LA and I send them down to Porsche Clearwater and they have a car in about a week or they have an allocation so I mean I would say go outside of Los Angeles but I don't know where this person is writing from well here's what we you know here's what we've learned through our friendship and uh, our relationship with Porsche Clearwater it's the same deal there's some different um, uh, emissions standards, like we have to get cars smogged when they're brought in from Florida, but the car is ordered through that dealer and then it arrives here and there you go. There's just a little bit of an extra wrinkle sometimes with registration, uh, but my what I'm saying is find pick up the phone and start calling dealers. Start going to places. Start at Porsche Clearwater if you want. But call everybody and see who has what and go to places where you go, you know what? I bet you they don't like Porsches in that part of Virginia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? Alabama doesn't – nobody's buying Porsches in Alabama. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Start beating the bushes and find the cars. Yeah. Don't just go to the closest dealer. Yeah. Start, that's the truth with anything. Yeah. Same with anything. Start punishing the close dealer that's not helping you <laughs> out until they get the message that they need to You were to talking about out. the Bronco earlier. I was just down in uh, Encinitas. For that cars and coffee, and I drove by a Ford dealer that had probably thirty-five Broncos sitting on the lot right there. Mm-hmm. And you could just roll up to this place, I guarantee you, and just go, "Yeah, that one, sticker price, no problem." Shifter Gated has a question. He wants to know: Growing up on the East Coast, did you guys ever hit any local car jumps? Yes, car jumps. Yes, the answer definitely. Is yes, definitely. Yeah, in my hometown. Uh, right down the street from one of my best friends, uh, Tommy Chisholm's house, there was a badly made bridge probably from the 1400s that went straight up and then came straight down. And it was told when you were old enough to drive, let's go do a jump over Thrill Hill. And Thrill Hill, Hill, uh, it's wide enough for one car 
and you would fly over it at 40 miles an hour in your dad's Buick and land and hopefully not die. And it was a thrill. It we was had wonderful. one of those on my street. I lived yeah. on a dead end street that was about a mile long and my house was the last house on the street. And there was a bridge like that. And I'd say 50, 50, 55, you'd, you'd hit it and you could get four wheels off. <clears throat> yeah. Um, There's that place on Instagram too that people are doing in downtown oh, in LA. San, is that in yeah 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 in LA? That houses where too that close. guy yumped that Ugh. rented Tesla yeah. and just wrecked it out. <clears throat> Look, I you gotta stop screwing around on the street. You gotta stop. Yeah, all of you, all you guys know who I'm talking Do about. Do not the number of people it. getting hurt right now because you know it's just out of control. Let's 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 turn that around, <laughs> shall we? And when I'm governor, <laughs> your platform, my platform is good not. Is no sideshows, no jumping cars. You know, I'll talk to the sideshow people. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're driving slow in a left lane, you're dead. You're dead oh, man walking. Yeah, that's your platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I saw this video that somebody sent me. It could have been old. It could have been new. I think it was old because my kids made fun of me that I reposted it. But it was a guy in a motorcycle. Some, the woman turns in front of him. He's got a camera on a selfie stick. The selfie stick lands in the car next to the woman, and she just could have looked, couldn't have looked more nonplussed. She just was like, oh, whatever. The guy's probably dead. He went over it at 60 miles an hour over the car. Holy and shit. And she's just like looking like, hmm. Just kept Doesn't going? Doesn't say anything. Yeah, it goes. That's just crazy. kept going. But the camera's looking down at her like this, and you're just like... How do you get the camera back? Good question. <laughs> she must have stopped. She put it on YouTube. <laughs> if she was smart... She got the camera back. She would have done I that. I ran over this fool. The same care. BS wants to know, outside of the Seinfeld collection, and let's, say, let's also say the Leno collection, what is the best personal collection of cars you have seen? Ralph Lauren. I would second that. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't seen that. I have seen you it, have and seen it is it. fucking crazy. I have seen it, and crazy. they're amazing. Not in terms of volume, in terms of the stuff. The, the stuff. Bruce Meyer is another one here. Yeah, I mean, Bruce has probably 12 cars, which, again, volume would not impress, but every one of Quality. his cars is yeah. the ultimate one-upping car. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Bruce might only be able to be one-upped by, by Ralph, or like... Ralph, I would say, has to be a little better. The GTO is in that collection, Ralph yeah, Lawrence collection. Yeah, his three McLaren F1s, including an LM. Yeah, again, but number isn't it, but it's Yeah, but it's three McLaren there. F1s, including an there. I know. And, and not just the GTO, but one of every Ferrari that raced at Le Mans from 58 to 66. You know, there's a GTO going up for sale. With I RM. saw. It's a standalone auction. Yeah. It's not like, and now lot number 342. It's like the whole auction is I'm the I'm going to make a prediction right now. That is going to sell. It's going to go 100? Uh, probably in the you know eighty to $90,000 at least. <laughs> That's my prediction. Yeah. <laughs> I think that could go over $100,000, that car. What do you think what the opening bid? What year is the GTO? No, I'm joking. I think it's... Um, I, I don't even want to fathom a guess. Look, I you know, I remember talking to Donald Osborne about the GTO market and he thought this was two years ago, a hundred and ten thousand dollars was not unrealistic when art was selling for prices like that. Mm -hmm. Now I, I'm not gonna guess. I, I have gone on record about the uh, Wolf of Wall Street Lamborghini that that car is going to blast over two million into the crashed one or the uncrashed one because now they're both going for they're auction. both going they, up they just it was announced yesterday the crashed one 
Uh, as that as screws, crashed. That screws up my whole prediction. Pre-auction estimate, 1.5. Is it the same auction? Don't know. Yeah. Not sure. I, would, I think I wouldn't do I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't send them both in the same auction. No. Well, that screws up everything. Yeah. That's but they've too got much. the they've got the the non-crashed and they've got the crashed and they're both What are you doing going, with the crashed one? That's sticking seems... it in your living room. No, that's a bad idea. The problem is if you fix it, <laughs> you know, if you fix it it's not the thing yeah, anymore. Yeah, but you're talking about a movie prop yeah. as opposed to a collectible car that was right. featured and these are the only two existing cars. They're the two that were used in the movie. Which one is the one where he's crawling out of the country club? Not crashed. That's the car. That's the not crashed. But the crashed one was crashed in the movie. You you watch it get crashed. Yeah, but that's not the one you want. All right. You want the one where he crawls out on all sorts of drugs so you can do that yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Crawling out of your house. Take a couple lemon 714s. Yeah. You want to do that? You want to drive this thing and go, guess what I'm driving? I saw that car at the Quail. Uh, They had it there. It's... Uh, historically very funny. It is clearly a movie example because yeah. it's rough. It's scruffy. It doesn't matter. Doesn't it's, matter. It's no, no, it's not. It's a, one no of the point. most iconic car scenes of our generation. Yeah. What's better than that? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that that will throw a monkey wrench into your prediction for sure. CKMMD wants his tennis question. What rackets are you rocking these days? Well, I'd like to spend a lot of time on this, my friend. <laughs> but this is a car podcast. But I like the Babolat Pure Sport. I've gone back to the. The uh, pure drive, sorry. I picture you with one of those racket bags that has a rack of like 15 rackets. Exactly. In it. No, six. <laughs> I have to, yes. I'm constantly buying rackets, but I uh, I have uh, uh, bought the, I, I seek out the 2018 pure drive from 2018. Mm, this is a real car guy. Yeah. Watch conversation. It is a real, yeah. What's I a also, good racket going for these days? Two, three hundred bucks? Yeah, yeah three hundred, okay. okay. and then I have to I I have to restring them and re, re do everything to them. But and I also have the brand new Pure Drive ninety eight, which is a slightly smaller head and easier to whip around with a nice grip on it that's uh, sweat proof. So I have those, and then I have Pure Strike VSs that I use when my arms hurt from the gym. <laughs> when and, I uh, used to work at Champ Sports in high school, I could I would string rackets. That was part of my uh, job description. Are you a good stringer? I was when I was eighteen. I haven't done it in a while. I'd love to try again. I have an a fun, amazing a fun when, way when to you, pass the time. When though. you find a good stringer, you it's you're tight with this guy. I never got any complaints. I text my guy all the time. His name is Alex, <laughs> and I'm like, I need to come in. I need to win. I need to feel confident. I'm going right after this. This is why I'm dressed like yeah. a fool right now. I'm going to play tennis with a man, a grown man that I just met a week ago out in the Palisades, and I said, "Are you addicted to tennis?" And he went, "Yes." I go, "So am I." Yeah, he goes, okay, Monday, two hours. I go, fantastic. Three right. hours, maybe? <laughs> I'd love to come play a little bit. I haven't played in a while. You play tennis? I can, and my I, I'm good at paddle tennis, not pickleball, actual paddle tennis. And I used to be very good at tennis when I was a kid. I'll hit with you anytime. All right. I need to use one of your rackets, though. I'll give you two of my rackets and some extra crap. All right. I'm what's known as a racket whore. I just gave away three of the other day. All right, cool. I'll take the next round of... But I can't keep offs. I can't keep weight on. I'm playing tennis so much. Yeah. Like I'm having to eat like a fool. I wish I had that problem. You look great. I'm working on it. We but saw it's a not picture of tennis. you the other day and thought Matt Farah. Everybody's Zuckerman had some of the worst diarrhea he's ever had. He lost like 40 pounds. Woo! Johnny's losing weight. We saw a picture of you. I said this is the first time the entire field of SCR guys. Yeah, we're all focused. Is focused. We're it's, all focused except one person who had diarrhea. He well, was he focused lost, he on lost shitting. His appendix. Oh, yeah. 
And he did he had, shit it out? He's lucky he did not die oh. because we've now, as we look back to this, and I say we because he's my best friend, one of my best friends. He's been dealing with this since April and ignoring it. Oh, April. Yeah, that's not good. His uh, appendix, because we looked at his sutures, were bigger holes than mine. And I said, <laughs> why are they so big? He goes, it was the size of a Cinnabon. Oh, shit. That's no bad. lie. That's, that's what the doctor bad. said. It looked like a big ass Cinnabon. That's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Go to the doctor if you're not if you're not feeling good, people. Yeah, you die. You get septic. Yeah. Have you seen the iconic Mazda SP? Yeah. Sleeve VB. What? Iconic concept car. What it looks is, cool. What do you think? It, I think it, it was a very pretty car that's got elements of some other cars in it that I like. Elements of Miata. Elements of, um, oh, I can't picture it right now but i talked about it on my show but in general it was a very pretty looking car Mm -hmm. um there's a lot of cool stuff suddenly yeah that tokyo motor show was uh there's some cool stuff going on i thought so too yeah the kurt may uh why uh, what's appealing to you guys about the moon swatch collection take a look horse strap Uh, i have i I mean that looks very nice this is for tennis there's there's nothing appealing about it to me but i'm not i'm not i don't hate it i just you know, it's not for me. I'm um, using this because it's light on my wrist yeah, when sure. I hit tonight, and I can keep an eye on the time so I get home in time to not get yelled at. I, that's fine. I'm and not going to argue with you. it has inspired my new watch that I'm working on that I've showed you some pictures. You're the only yeah. person who's seen them. I liked it. It's I cool. thought it looked don't, cool. Don't say anything. I, yeah, I won't say anything We're other still, than I think it looks cool. Yeah, but. it's going to be affordable. It's going to be easy, and you're going to be able to wear it. I wanted something that you could wear in the gym, on the tennis court, and then wear during the day and not feel bad about, and then sure. buy six of them, you know? Don't. I mean, that's what I say. That's why I buy Richard Meal. It's exactly those reasons. <laughs> tennis court, gym, six of them. Those yeah. are too expensive. That's why I have if Richard Meal. If you've ever Meal. worn... I wore uh, a Zenith on the tennis court, and yeah. you get hurt. The metal hurts you. <laughs> the you weight is not it. good. The yeah. weight is not good. You yeah, need yeah. something. You need that Horace strap, the silicone strap. Uh, That's an elastic, though, this right? Is That's their, silicone or elastic? This is That's a one-piece elastic? Yeah, elastic like that. NATO. That's yeah. the four sizes. You have to know your size. But I like that, though. That's good. That's a good strap. I like, a na- I like when you have the elastic without the extra material there. Um, we uh, there's more questions about your garage, but Brodog uh, wants to know: Is there cigar lounge? Where where are we at with the cigar lounge down at your new place? The the new place, I mean, where you and I uh, recorded that podcast um, on those brown couches, like people smoke cigars there. Um, but I'm building out the actual lounge at the other building. We're probably 18 months from that. Wow! So that's exciting. You will be able to smoke cigars in where the cars are, which is what people wanted. Wow. Here, there we couldn't do that, but at the new place we can. You know, we talked about doing a live event um, at the Peterson and what that would look like, and I said it's got to have booze and cigars. And they said, well, we can do one of those things. Yeah. And I was like, well, we can. We I can want do both. It. We I can wanna... do it as long as we have a. We need like an alcohol like a vendor. We bring in a vendor. That's fine. That has a license. The cigar so smoking that. alone is fine for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. We can I do both. Be, we just I'd need to totally make sure cool we have an approved vendor. That's all. It's not hard. Uh, hire somebody. JPK Barbecue wants to know, Matt Farrow, what is the watch equivalent of a Miata? And that's a funny uh, the watch equivalent of a Miata? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say like the Seiko 5, entry-level Seiko, Japanese, affordable, but you could buy one and wear it every day for the rest of your life, and it will serve you very well. There you go. Uh, Jay Auerbach 
Will we ever get a Super Speeders director's cut on Blu-ray? That's uh, there's there's <laughs> nothing talking about. First Super of all. Speeders is a is a D, was a DVD series followed by a YouTube series produced by Rob Ferretti, my friend in New Jersey. Um, what's funny about questions like that is that it assumes that we were holding back the good footage. Which, trust me, you've yeah. seen the the good footage goes in the DVD. It goes on on the videos. There there is no director's cut. It's uh, what you saw was what what happened. So it doesn't exist. Sorry. Matt, do you ever get tired or feel like you need a break from test cars? Meaning after the test drive, you don't know what to say or write. Either the car is just as good as it is supposed to be or just does what it's meant to do. Um, y- yeah, I'm very fortunate in that I don't have to drive like regular cars. Most of the cars I drive are really enthusiast-focused cars where I have something to say about them or they're extreme in some way or interesting in some way. I think if I was one of the very many good people who wrote for like Edmunds or Car and Driver and had to drive like the new Camry or the new Hyundai Accent or the new, you know, whatever, and you're writing about trunk space and and value and stuff like that, that that may get tedious and boring. But I'm driving a $340,000 Maserati with a carbon tub, so I'm not over it yet. I will say that I I do get over the process of making videos, which can be tedious and annoying, but I don't get over the cars. See Chichester. What weird names. I guess that must make sense to him. Maybe it's Chris Chickachester, <laughs> Chick Molester, something. Have you guys seen the new Ferrari movie trailer? Yes. I have, yes. And will you watch in December? Yes. Yes, definitely. Two yeses. Have you seen the Lamborghini movie? Uh, no, I'm it's, not going to watch it. It is brutally bad. Unless <laughs> it's really they will bad. send me the Storato, I will watch it. I don't think Lamborghini was involved in the making of this movie, and it was trash. There's a lot. <laughs> there are a lot of questions about the Dakar. Uh, the Dakar is having a moment. Because that's what happens when you put the photo up for with the Dakar. People want to know about the Dakar. Ah, uh, right, right. Good point. Yeah. Good point. You Missed opened. That. You opened the door, sir. Well, it's a likable car. And you know, I what you think ever, pe- all those people can do is go watch my video about the Dakar on the Smoking Tire YouTube channel, or read my written review for Road and Track. <clears throat> Miss Pevere eighty twenty. How is your show ranking in the UK? I don't know. And uh, any updates on the Infrosted movie? Yeah, but I can't share them. Mm. Not until I the strike is over. I, oh right, yeah. Stay. When there when there is a premiere, am I going to get uh, an invite? Whatever you want. I want to come. I want to come to the premiere. I want to see it. I want to see the movie. I better s- schedule a premiere. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there's news coming, and uh, we'll let you know. When and we will Pop Tarts be served in the concession stands at the premiere? That's a given, right? Yeah, of course. They have. Uh, we've discovered while we were making that movie, there was a bunch of like gourmet Pop Tart makers yeah. around LA and out in Malibu. Yeah, there's that place at Trankus that uh-huh. serves like a gourmet Pop Tart like <laughs> thing. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, so you good. can you can gourmet up a Pop Tart and make it. Pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear about, I got. I can't remember the name, this new Korean bagel place in Koreatown? No. That's like fucking killing these bagels. Really? Yeah. What's the name? I can't remember. I'm Courage sorry. Courage Bagels I is on remember. my destination this place, wish list. They cut them open. They cut them 
like you'd cut a pizza, and yeah. then they sort of fold them open and shove Whoa. cream cheese in the cracks. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Blanking on the name, but it seems amazing. Yeah. Asians doing bagels? I love it. <laughs> love it. Anybody can do anything as long as it's good. Just make it good. No, but that that Asian food sensibility brought to the Jews, I am so, mm. so fucking here for that. Walking the tightrope of what's acceptable. I, I think that's a compliment towards Asians, and I am a Jew, and <laughs> I think that's okay. It's all okay. Yeah, Everything all is okay. okay. It's all okay. Give okay, me last. your cancelable take. We're at 110, Spike. Do you care? Last question. Okay. And then I got to go to the tennis court. Yeah. 60608. And win. Murder. What car fits each of your pets? What car match is, is, uh, matches your cat? Just do your favorite cat. Uh, my what f- car? Well, oh boy, that's really interesting. <laughs> that's a very interesting one. I don't and even... he's asking Gopher's personality. Like he, well, oh, he's got man. a good personality, but what car what would I put? What car? Would I put Gopher in? Mm, this is uh, a really tough question. Yeah. A well, my, my girl Nikki, who is named after Nikki Lauda, um, I suppose would have to go in a Ferrari, but she's yes. very soft and very luxurious. And so it would have to be one of Ferrari's like GT cars, not like a hardcore race right, car. So, right. so maybe like a uh, maybe like a 400 Super America, or 400 Super Fast, yes, or like a 250 Lusso, mm-hmm. like a very luxurious uh, Ferrari. Mm. I think that's mm. probably would would match her. Yes, and Gopher, a friendly friendly beast, small but meek at times, <laughs> but very obedient. Uh, Small, meek, obedient. And can sit on his, he sits like a human when we eat dinner on his little pad. He sits upright like this. Hmm. He can do it for like 10 straight minutes. That's pretty cute. Just waiting for a little food. I would say cute, right? Yeah, meek, Maybe the Nissan uh, Figaro. Is that what that thing is? Oh, yeah, Figaro, yeah. (laughs) I would say that. Yeah, yeah. Topi colored. That's his perfect (laughs) set of wheels. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. That's a random pull, the Figaro. That's a good one. That's Gopher. Yeah. He's a random pull. Yeah, I mean, a dog that sits on their hind legs and is very oh, man. obedient. We hit the lottery with that guy. Or maybe He's like not a Volkswagen bought. Cabrio. Yeah. Right? He was, uh, It's when we adopted him, he was uh, one of those uh, pound dogs. What are they called? Yeah. And this lady said, this dog is so great. I'm looking at it. It's like matted fur. It smelled like whiz. <laughs> and it's like, what is she seeing? And sure enough, she was right. Yeah. What a great my, thing. My neighbor across the street is 86 years old, and her dog died last year, and she adopted a new dog, and it's a two-year-old pit bull. <laughs> and, and the dog is very sweet, but basically made of energy and muscle, and so she can't, like, walk it. So Hannah and I walk this dog every day, and uh, just all the energy. Well, I just got a text from my friend. He canceled tennis. No way. Really? Looks <laughs> oh. like I'm headed home. It's like we're doing 40 more minutes unless of radio. You, unless you want to play. I, I've already done two workouts today, actually. But I would like to come play some tennis. Right. I would come play. Some other time. My knees can hold up. I think, where where can we go play? Anywhere. Wherever you want. I don't I don't know. I, I mean, there's a court across the street sure. over here. Sure. Whatever you got. All right. You got can we court? go? Don't you have a famous friend who has a tennis court? We could borrow their court. Who is Who's it? Who's that? I thought you had a famous friend who had a tennis court that Moise. you use. No, it wasn't Moise. He's not famous. It was Oh, Rob Reiner. Yeah, yeah. Rob no, Reiner. they kicked us off that court. <laughs> oh, they and did? he's not my friend. No, oh. I don't know him. He was oh. really nice to let us play. That's where it all began, but Yeah. But uh, eventually 
uh, we were there too much. <laughs> I played I played tennis in Madonna's court once. Oh yeah, yeah. My buddy was Madonna's um, estate manager. Yeah, and she was like out on tour or something. Yeah, and he was literally living in her pool house yeah. on Sunset Boulevard. And he was like, you want to come over and play tennis? Like, yeah. Yeah, Madonna's court for sure. My buddy awesome. just left a note for Rob's uh, lovely wife and said, yeah. look, our kids are starting to play tennis. We live nearby. Is it okay if we just showed up once a week at 9 o'clock? And she was so sweet. They We played there for a year, and it, it just amazing memories of just learning how to hit the damn ball. Yeah. And then eventually someone – there was no one in the house at the time. Someone moved in, so we had to oh, kind of clear right. out. But, um, oh, shout out to Rob Ryder. I am – yeah, uh, one of the old, the original Seinfeld guys. Yeah. Even though I don't know him, we're part of the same clan. Um, but no lie, tonight, instead of playing, I will be looking at the satellite map in my neighborhood and distributing. <laughs> knocking on doors. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't knock. You write a letter. Oh. And you, you, you uh, I, my friend who did this, he said, you have to write the letter like this. You have to say, look, I live in the neighborhood. Uh, I have a 13-year-old. He's uh, He plays tennis, and we're looking for a place to play once a week. And I know you're probably not going to return uh, this, uh, this – send me an email or return this call or call this number. But if you were open to the idea of us playing there. That's a good move. I, I think it's a good move. If I got that kind of letter and had a tennis court, I would at least do you the courtesy of getting back to you. You don't want us there. We make so much noise. And we no, I'd over. say no, but I'd get back to you. <laughs> I wouldn't say yes. Fuck this guy, no, but, it, I, it but I'd get back it to works. you. It yeah. Works. Anyway. All right. Well, there's tennis courts in my neighborhood, too. Okay. Set it up. We could do it. We'll do I'll it. put. I'll drop a letter in the mailbox on the way home. Excellent. They're like, look at this guy. He's got a Maserati MC20. He'll pay rent over here. I'll, I'll hit with anybody. I'll All right. i it a million times. The Smoking Tire everywhere, WCCS.com if you want to store your car in L.A. Thanks, And Spike. I'm Spike Donovan Ferriston. <laughs> Goodbye, friends. Thanks, kids. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday and be sure to subscribe. Now, I'm going to take a nap.